When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. LFC Day Trippers. Brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening and welcome to the No Transfer Knowledge special show on the LFC Day Trippers, where you get four characters around the a, a screen here to talk about transfers in and out of Liverpool that we haven't got a clue about and we don't pretend to have a clue about. I'm hosting tonight, I'm Keith, I'm joined by Gav, by Shawnee and by Davo, it's the dream team, we've got the big hitters in for this, got the band together because we've got a lot to talk about. Gav, how are you? Uh, I'm great, um, I had to look up some of these players who they are where they came from what height they are but i've done it um so i'm ready Keith. whatever you have to throw me i am ready yeah and i think looking up that height could be a bit interesting looking I did look at some up of the height. players who are linked yeah, yeah there's some a of the players who are linked in the tree i was given earlier so yeah well that's interesting that's interesting but you know you're here you're a busy man you've, you've graced us with your presence because that's what we do on this channel only the best davo how are you all good keto all good all good, excited to talk transfers. Oh, yeah, of 
can't wait. Who wouldn't be? Can't wait. <laughs> who wouldn't be? That's good. Cool. Wouldn't be. That would be me and hit that we all need. You know what I mean? That's that's what football is all about. That's what. Do you hear me there a minute? Oh, boys, roaring orders around me, gaff. No, 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 no. Because no. come on, and you are laughing, gaff. So I was thinking he's at the fucking hair to me, but no, <laughs> no, it's not for something completely different to happen. Yeah, seven yeah, minutes. Nah, you're okay, Shani. You're okay, and of course we have the great Shani Lawson. Shani, how's things? Good, good, good. Can't wait to come on and talk show you as always. Yeah, that's what we're all about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's that's the name of the game. Well, I'll tell you, I've seen them all extensively for years. I've been following some of these players, and you know, it's it's great that they're finally coming. It's great that Liverpool are finally catching up with me. Um, because I know how to run this team better than anyone else, and I'm just glad that we're getting to where we want us to be. So, we're going to talk midfielders. I think everybody knows midfield Liverpool are in bleeding absolute turmoil there. I think the four of us could put in a better shift than the lads are at the moment. But will it happen? Will it not happen? Um, we spoke on Sunday night about you know, Klopp was quick to get um. Cody Gakbo in the door and the, the end of December, which shows that the preference was to get a forward in, not a sausage on a midfielder. So he might have different ideas than what we think and what, what Liverpool fandom thinks. But the midfield links are coming taken fast. Whether you believe them or take them with a pinch of salt, that's um that's another thing altogether. But we're gonna start off with a few names that have come up over the last couple of days. Um and Gav, I'm going to start with you because you've done a lot of extensive research on these boys, you know, yeah. and, and I, I like that you've taken the initiative. Mm-hmm. So the first name I'm going to throw at you is Joe Pellinia. What do you make of that one? Joe Pellinia. Is that the fella off Fulham? <laughs> yeah, because you didn't research him, did you? No. Um, no, I didn't. But didn't so. I have to say, right, and I'm glad you're throwing this at me because I've seen his name. Ball for you. Oh, well, I've seen his name come up the other day. I don't know who, who posted it. Just like... Genuinely, genuinely, you can go onto the internet now and type in any midfielder in the world and you'll find a link to Liverpool um, because that's how the game works at the minute. But uh, he's done all right for Fulham, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's he was glad. impressive against us on the opening day of the season. I think he did play out against us on the opening day of the he season. He did, yeah. Um, he did, yeah. And from what I remember, he was impressive. He was and, good. Yeah, no, he was very good. And, and Fulham have been good this season and he's been a major part. But obviously, Mitrovic's goals and stuff like that. But... Him in midfield, he's been really, really good. He's, he might have four or five goals this season already um, from that midfield. But listen, Keith, it doesn't matter what midfielder's linked. It's it's going to, or what midfielder is out there. He's going to be linked with Liverpool because that's how the game goes. Just put a name out there, throw Liverpool at it and sit back, relax, have a cup of tea. It'll all do, the rest will do the job itself and then away we go. But Pellini's a good player. Pelinia is a good player, um, and I was only joking, we are getting heavily linked with him, but he wasn't one of the players we were going to talk about, but I just threw him in there because something you mentioned, Gav, was you're looking at the height of these players, and if you look at Pelinia, he stands at six foot three. he's a defensive midfield player, and it seems to be a a, a profile maybe that the, the players that they're getting linked with, are most of them are of a similar sort of stature. So Amrabat, we know, has been in the mix there for a while. And I think he's over six foot, can play at the base of a midfield. Not not Nordy and John Yates is, is the brother. Not not the bad one that had a stint at Watford. It's it's the other lad. <laughs> um, but he's a big lad, right? And Palina is a big lad. And some of the other fellas we're going to talk about here are big units as well. So I don't know. I mean, these links come out. These are just, in my opinion, a lot of... Um, aggregate our sites on, on Twitter, throw these names out and, and look for clicks and likes and hits. And that's the way the game seems to work. But the profile does seem to be um, fairly similar. 
uh, you know. So what I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the people on Twitter that say, you know, say Polina, and they'll come on and say Polina, Fulham could be a good sign for Liverpool because of this and give an opinion. Yeah, you know what I mean. But what you're talking about is, oh, Polina from Fulham linked with Liverpool. Click here to see yeah. the rest of it. And Done it's deal. Like, it's just mm. the fella just saying I think yeah. to be good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, look, that's we wouldn't was. do that over here. We don't think of that. Before we go on, uh, the show was brought by um our sponsors, bookmakers.com. Isn't all shows mm-hmm. at bookmakers.com? Just to give them a mention before we go any further. Um if you're if you're into gambling, gamble responsibly, do all that good stuff. If you're not into gambling, go on and have a look because they do offer a lot of other stuff and you're doing pods with them as well, Gab now, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't want um I recorded it yesterday. It went out today at five o'clock. Uh, the two lads are yeah. great. Sports yeah. fan and a United fan. And um, they're really like down to earth. They're not mental. Um, and we done, I think we done the North London Derby, the Manchester Derby, um, Everton, because you have to talk about Everton. And um, who else? Wolves West Ham. And the, the biggest thing to come out of for me is that Everton are playing at three o'clock on Saturday, which means you'll probably have to find it on a dodgy stream, which means that there'll definitely be a microphone close to the Bullens. Uh, stand where Everton fans sit and there will be one maybe two men going absolutely berserk for 90 minutes which will be our entertainment for the weekend guaranteed you love to see you yeah to it's, see. it's amazing uh, Everton at yeah. 3 o'clock when you're watching on the dodgy street did, did you swear if that, talking about Liverpool Brighton you swear if that uh, no well, I think come up this week because, because it's fans of three different sides that we thought the, the big four games were them two at the bottom two at the top we're just in the middle lacking the bollocks aren't we really yeah yeah, yeah. That that's it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, it's not just for gambling. There's loads of stuff on there that you can go on the website and look at. So go on and give them a follow. Check them out. Check out Gav on the show. Subscribe. Do all that good stuff because you'll be seeing all their um their branding across their shows as well. So yeah, get on and give them a support. So anyway, um, Shawnee, I'll come to you, right? So transfer business, as we said, it's it's just names getting thrown. Um, pulled out of a hat and thrown at a wall. See what stick. What are you making of some of these links? That are coming out there at Liverpool. Is there anything that's jumping out at you that you're excited about? No, well, I think there's someone definitely listening to the to this show anyway that does uh, run some of these websites. Because I I named your man Musa off Valencia the other day, and I seen we are being linked with him then, and he was high up on Klopp's list. And he's yeah, one I can kind of crank it out my head because. <clears throat> The type of signing I want Liverpool to go back to making, to making these clever signings, not having to splash 50, 60, 70 million, because that's not really what got us to the dance in the first yeah. place. Now, there's obviously the big one that we're all, I reckon all our eggs are in the basket. And you need to convince me otherwise that it's not with Bellingham. But, Keith, I take nearly every one of these links with a pinch of salt, because I just out of curiosity earlier, I, I just jumped on transfer market. And I looked at like the, the signings Liverpool have made in probably the last six min- windows. And one thing that stood out for me, there was like Simakas, Jota, the, the Gakpa one recently. Um, who else was that? There's obviously Fabinho. Thiago. Yeah, Thiago. Now, Kanate. Yeah, like exact Kanate and Kate. Like, there's a bit of a, a team there I found with like Liverpool transfers. Kanate was signed in around March and he was going to mm. come in in summer and nobody knew about it. It was just sort of Liverpool are interested. Liverpool have signed. 
And and I think we signed Jota the day after we get Thiago. Nobody knew what about it. Gakbo the same. And we were linked with that lad Lewis from Norwich at the time. And then we ended up with Simicas. And like the common theme there is nobody had a clue. You know what I mean? Like didn't these weren't far mentioned. Now those people dropping crumbs, like if you throw enough shit at a wall, it'll stick. And the thing is with social media. People can just put these things out and then just pull them up whenever. So, like, I don't know. I think people are mad because they read this stuff that I made up that's completely fabricated by people and then go mad when it doesn't happen. You know, like, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, there's no validity to anything that they're saying because since Virgil, the big two, the journals haven't got a fucking clue. Like, I was only reading there even on, on Reddit, they were talking about Paul Joyce and why he's so credible. But when we were being linked with Thiago, Paul Joyce was like, yeah, Klopp's a long-term admirer of Thiago, but Liverpool have no interest in signing the Bayern Munich man at this time. Like, they haven't got a fucking clue. And that's the thing. It's normally Liverpool are interested and then the couple of the big journals will come out saying, oh, yeah, Liverpool are interested. And then literally in a matter of hours, it's done. Because yeah. it's already way down the line. So, I don't know. The, the way I, I'm sceptical about is doing that in this window now. Because, A, if we are going to do something at this current moment, it's going to have to be an English or a homegrown player. And two, we won't be signing anyone unless we get rid of anyone. And then people just have the scenario in their head where Klopp's just going to fuck Adrian out of the squad or, or whoever else it might be or... Kate my go like it that's all complete like it's just dream stuff. I don't think there's any scenario where Klopp would just fuck off any player. Never mind Adrian because yeah. Klopp will feel some sort of loyalty towards Adrian for the games he's dug us out in over it. Now obviously fucking he's had his mistakes, but Klopp won't look at it like that, you know what I mean? So someone will have to go if we're gonna bring anyone in. And there's no talk of even that. So I don't know. I think I'd, the the only way if I'm going to put a positive spin on it I'm just thinking and I said this weeks ago the club have just fucking put an X through this season and written it off because they know with the new the new rules we won't be too long out of a Champions League they'll take a hit on a year and they know exactly who they want in the summer and I'm going by saying Bellingham and this Nunes character who, who looks like there's something in that. So, yeah. And, and they must have all their eggs in that basket because it doesn't look like they are in any hurry to kind of plug a hole this window that may um, get us in our our Champions League football. To me, it doesn't look like it makes a fucking blind bit of difference to them. I think that they're well aware now that this isn't like a totten up process now. We're in a full scale revamp where there's going to be major investment in the summer needed so I don't know I think poor planning has finally caught up now and is sort of admitting so I don't know I just can't I can't see anything happening in the next two or three weeks because we it's not like a fucking sell the boy thing it's just the logistics of the squad at the moment don't allow for us to have a non-homegrown player and they seem to be the only links that, uh, that yeah. are coming up and people seem to hate that, you know, people that are listening to this and people who are on social media will think, ah, oh, that's a lot of, bo-. but it's, it's a fact of life. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's not, um, space for these guys. And, and 
some managers are ruthless and some managers would kick out an Adrian to make space. I would kick out a Kate or um, an Oxley Chamberlain or one of these lads. But Jurgen Klopp has shown down all through his tenure at Liverpool and even at Dortmund before that. He's very loyal to his players. I mean, Emery Chan was running down his contract and he plays in the Champions League final in his last game. Gini Wijnaldum, the same. He's happy to keep them lads there. He's not one, unless it's a Sacco who acts the bollocks. If a player acts the maggot, he'll get rid of them. But if they don't, like they've extended Adrian as well. You know what I mean? So he's happy to have him as part of the goalkeeping team. So I think it's unrealistic for people to think he would do that as much as they would like it. But, Shani, you mentioned Nunes. I see uh, ex-Red uh, Glenn Johnson reckons it would Liverpool would have to pay £75 million to get Matthias Nunes. How would you feel about that? Yeah, Glenn Johnson knows about as much as everyone else. Fuck all. Just, just yeah. because you're the next player doesn't mean you're some sort of experts. These lads just get jobs in the media these days. I don't fucking know how. If I have to listen to bleeding the bangla hard dribble all over himself any longer, I'm going to go fucking, <laughs> fucking nuts. Again, that's what it is. These sites, media, it's all now based on the currency of clicks and engagement. And that's all it is. You see the point... Like, just for example, they're all talking about the promise of Anthony and the, how shy fucking Darwin Nunes is. Yeah. When when you really look at it, take it out. Nunes has actually had, he's done all right. Bart, the big chance is missed. His return is actually not bad for a lad who's trying to settle in in the team. Like, you know what I mean? But Nunes is clicks at the moment. You know what I mean? Nunes is, is pure currency. You can put him on that and it's going to move. And that that's all it's all about today is like you know what I mean? Um so that, that Nunes fella is George Mendes client anyway, isn't he? Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, Nunes, so, yeah. So Mendes doesn't put anyone in somewhere where he can't get them out. So there's exactly. no way that's seventy five million. Yeah. He's not he's not he's not sending him to us with no out clause. Yeah, and if it is, is a boy out, it'll be about forty million or something like that. It'll be something Well, Glenn Johnson's rationale was He's Wolves' best player, so how can Liverpool expect to get him for a six million increase on what Wolves paid? I don't think Glenn Johnson watches Wolves because I've seen bits and pieces of him. He's been okay, but he's certainly not been pulling up any trees. Yeah, but Wolves, you know, so. but Wolves are used as an as an uh, um, oh yeah a cog a people in, in the a people wheel. trafficking machine. You know, yeah, like it's just like traffickers. you get him in there, and like they they're not even looking at the transfer fee. They're just going, we'll get him over here, put him in a bigger spotlight in the Premier League. All right, we've got four. We we've paid out forty at Wolves, and we give away him for fifty. That's ten million. But it's all about the bits in behind. That so he's got two moves, and his his agent's gonna make twice over. Do you know what I mean? That that's yeah. that's where it's come from. Nothing like, shady, like. Well, it I don't know if shady. It's it's very legal. Um, well, but George Mendes is. is highly connected. No, but hold on, it, it is legal. And he's he, bringing he, all he, these players in. The player signs a transfer and comes in, and I'm sure. They have it all in place where if I want to go there for an extra ten million next season, I'm going there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and at the end of the day, Wolves probably look at it and go, We in a, in the real world we probably can't get him, but we're gonna make ten million quid for holding a player here for a year. You know what I mean? And yeah. he probably improves us, so it's a bit mad. Gav, can we get a height check on uh, Matthias Nunes, please? Having a Jesus clear what, what height he is, but he's good. I'll give you that. Um listen, he comes in at Wolves. Um, it, Let's you know, be honest. You don't fuck with all that wolves. <coughs> no, no. What I'm gonna say is, he comes in at wolves, and of course Liverpool are linked to him. There was, a, I think, Spurs might have been linked to him. There was a couple, of, you know. Oh, he's going here, he's going there. Then he goes to wolves, and people are like, "Why didn't they sign him? Why didn't they sign him?" And it, 
you know, the Mendes thing is, is obviously there. He I've seen him a couple of times for Wolves. I think he's been injured though. But the only time I've seen him, I think I actually seen him away at Spurs. And he was yeah, fucking yeah. running all over the shop, like and carrying the ball unbelievable. Um I think he does quite well when he comes on against us. Um but like you can judge a player on what, what like we could judge a player like any of these players we're going to talk to you about in a minute and go he's good at this he's good at that but you don't know when he comes into Liverpool side you know like yeah. you always go back to Wijnaldum and you say to yourself like he was a 10 he was getting forward he was scoring goals for Newcastle we just bring him in and go you're playing the 8 and then you might play the 6 this week so you don't know what Klopp's going to do with them a bit like Cody Gakpo Gakpo's coming in and people are saying he'll play off the left he'll do this he'll do that and you don't know in the long term you actually don't know what to do with Cody Gakpo so um, but there's going to be loads of players. There's just loads of players linked. Just on the whole thing of, do you think that will happen in January? Shawnee said something interesting there where he said, you know, uh, journalists come out and they say, oh yeah, they're definitely interested. And we're in hours, it's done. You know, and if Liverpool really wanted to do something with midfield in this window, you, you probably would have been looking at it since August, September, October, yeah. where the, the signs are there already. And you're saying, well, let's get this down the line and get it done in January. And we're at the 11th of January now or something, 12th of January. Um, yeah. And there's nothing going on. Now, having said that, they could come out and just bang, there's one there and it's done. You know what I mean? We could play Brighton at the weekend and so you say it could be announced on Monday. You don't know with Liverpool, but I just there's so many elements to this as to why it is being done or not being done. And you can make arguments either way, you know what I mean, against the owners, the manager, you know, or what's happening in the summer? You, you're getting people coming out going. Liverpool have this amount to spend the summer, like War Liverpool chest have, but Liverpool War aren't chest. ringing random fucking journalists around the world and going, "Listen, just to let you know, heads up, we've two hundred and fifty million to spend the summer." Now, a lot of people would say, "Oh, they are doing that to put it out there to plumage people," but that's not going to plumage people. That's actually going to annoy. That annoys me more. If I actually thought that was true, right? That Liverpool are telling journalists a. That they've 250 million, I'm kind of going, what, what, what? That doesn't fucking matter. We need to talk about now. So it's actually more infuriating that they're saying that than, you know, plumazing them. So I don't think Liverpool are going to do that. But they, we all agree they need to do something in January, unless Sean is correct and they're writing off the season. But I think if you write off the season and you, you, you fucking finish seventh or eighth, your hopes of getting whoever. Is 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 diminished for yeah, me. But I don't know whether it is, Gab, because it, like what you were saying there, if they're planning ahead, like you're not signing this. I, I'd be perfect, I'm gonna be fucking so frank about this. Being in the Champions League or not is not gonna hurt our ambition to sign Bellingham or Bellingham's ambition to sign Liverpool, because if he's signing a long term deal, he's gonna know the script next season. Simple as that. He would have known that. They would have already talked about this, I reckon. Now, again, you have Neil Jones coming out saying Liverpool have a list if they're in the chat. Like, when you think about it, how fucking silly does that sound? Do you think that someone from the club is going to be leaking that to journalists? Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. The, the one thing is, I'll say, is we all know, without speculation around, we've signed one midfielder on a permanent in the last six windows. <coughs> and, and that's all we know regardless what you read in a fucking paper or on an, an article or on social media we've seen one midfielder in the last six windows and Gakpo was done before the window was open because he was obviously available if we wanted a midfielder there would have been one in one out the, the, the big thing that sticks out and it gets just washed over is 
the pair of cunts, Ox and Kate, have just burned up space and wages in this team for the last five years. Yeah, but, but, really. but yeah, okay, they have. But they've burned they it because they've been given the contract and not probably not enough is being done to get them out. Should have moved them out. Should have moved them out. And, and, and that's right there. You have two players who should be in that prime right now. And that what fuck that they're useless. They're less than useless. The six months left in the deal. Fucking we agree. I agree with Sean about the Champions League. As in, I think you'll get one year. You'll get you'll get one season where you're, if you're over, you'll be all right. But yeah. The problem, the problem is with the way the Newcastle chips are falling. You know, they've got their act together. They seem to have a manager who knows what he's at. It's a dangerous fucking game to be playing for FSG. I'm talking yeah, about now for the thing is, season. Now. The thing is, Shane, with the with that with that, we're nearly guaranteed to be in the 2025 Champions League with them new The Swiss model thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, nearly guaranteed, unless we're literally bottom half next season. Mm. Well, what I'd say we're almost guaranteed, and we're not going to be not be in Europe next year. And how many more years of Klopp after this have we got? Two or three. I don't know, and that's the that's the Three thing. Like, that's the infuriating thing that you feel like you're just born. On, and when you look back, like at the the lack of action over the windows, you think if they had done that little bit more, but what 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 else we could have done? And I don't want that to be the question. I do think there's another roll of the dice here to go again with another team, but it, it's it is frustrating. I do. I see. I I hundred percent get people's frustration. I do. But there's no point getting wound up about shit you read on the internet. Yeah, just look at it for what it is. No, and I think I think I'm you sure make I, th- I think you make a good point. Sure with the fact that the wall club turned around as well, didn't he? And say, well, I wish we were a little bit more risk adverse. Like I put it out the other day, I want FSG gone now. Yeah, but and, and that's and that's fine. And look, windows the same conversation. I know it's but, the same conversation every window. I know it's the same conversation, but and people tell you they spend everything they make, but you can loosen up a little bit. Well, Give, put a bit in, like it wouldn't, wouldn't kill. But that, him. but yeah, but but you see, that's uh, I keep saying it. That's not what they do. Well, when you like, but you shouldn't. We shouldn't just take it. If no, that's not what I'm not they saying do, you should take it. I'm not saying is it down to Klopp as well? There's a lot of this is on Klopp. See, the, this is this the thing. It's all it, for me, Keith. It's all fucking smoke and mirrors all the time, right? Because you actually don't know what's happening. You're trying, like, if you put it this way, signing someone in January. Do you sign somebody? Should you sign somebody? A hundred percent, right? Do you sign somebody? We don't know. Shawnee could be right. They could be way down the line with someone and bang, it happens in the next week. We have somebody because we've only about two Premier League games over the next three weeks, haven't we? It's because of all different things going on, right? And you you can make the argument that it's quiet because they will do something or they won't. And if they don't, it's like, well, why aren't they? Is it Klopp? Is it FSG? Are they selling the club? Have they got something planned in the summer so they just feel that they can get through to the summer and, you know, not right off a season, but whatever happens, happens. There's so many different angles to everything. You know, Sean, he says he wants FSG gone, right? I think if FSG can't put some money in on top of what they do now, and yeah. I'm not, like, I keep saying it, if City are at, at a level of 800 million, where they're, they're, and you've seen the figures coming out yesterday or today, it's fucking scandalous, right? If they're at that level, for us to do that, we'd have to probably go 200 million a year more, right? Which means then you're on that city train, right? We're currently at, say, six, right? 
if FSG aren't willing to go to seven and say we have to find the middle ground and with what we have here with that extra money a year, we feel we can compete. And I think that I think I think they could, right? If they can't do that, they probably have to go. Right? Because we can all sit here and say to ourselves, oh well, no, no, that's the model and I'm our grand and look what we won. You can say that. But the reality in football is, is that you need to put more money in. You don't want to go and put out financial numbers like you see in yesterday, which is madness. But you have to go somewhere in the middle, Keith. Right? And that's why when when if you if you have to go somewhere in the middle, that's why you look at it and go, they're not signing someone in January. I think it's madness not to sign someone in January. But have they got something planned for the, the summer? And if they have something planned for the summer, is the planning done on the back of, if we don't make Champions League, this is still going to happen? Yeah. You could but argue Gav, any of these from Gav, any angle. Gav, we're not asking him to go and slap 120 million down on Enzo Fernandez and one nope. lump for his, 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 nope. his buyout clause. You're literally saying an outlay of a, initial outlay of a transfer might be, what, max 25 million for, for a player that we could bring in and and that's not just this window, Gav. This has been for, for, for many windows. They've gambled way too they've gambled way too many times and left Klopp up to fucking walk as magic. They done it the very first year. It's full remember his very first full season when Mane went off to AFCON. We were top of the league. Yeah. Christmas. And we fucking fell apart. And he just left it. He left it because they knew and we cruised through and we got top four on the last day. The year when all the when all the fucking Center backs were injured. They left it to the last day of the window to get Kabak and Davies. Only because, because Matip got injured, didn't he? The day, yeah, yeah, the exactly. Days before. We, got, we got Champions League on the last day. They've gambled time and time again, but they haven't gambled with that money. They've gambled off the back of Klopp's fucking magic. And I he's think got this is the year that we think this is the year that it'll, it'll come yeah, back. And it's coming to bite them now. They've gambled this year and it'll bite them big time because but, but you can't. No, I'm telling you, I don't like the, the top red, bottom red things a lot of bollocks. It doesn't I exist. I pay no attention to that. You, it it's it a conversation about football. You, you, if you want to talk to someone who staunchly defends FSG, which I've never done, by the way, I understand what they've done as owners. I, 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 I staunchly defend being pro FSG and staunchly defend being anti FSG. I don't think you should be either. But yeah. you can't tell me that they couldn't fucking finance a deal for a midfielder in summer that would have done a job for us like yeah we want to chill many but like where is the alternative no this is what I'm this, Mello, the, but like I'm Mello, with you. you can't tell me that you're looking at this window and you're saying they don't have the money because they want to do it doesn't oh, that's Sean they that's what I'm saying to you like people they have think literally people... gambled they've gambled time after time correct after time. but what I'm saying is when, when, I say, when I say when I say when I say to you that you know this is what they do and they probably need People think I'm disagreeing with them. I'm agreeing with what you're saying with regards to finance and what you could spend. And the, but at the end of the day, we we deal with an ownership that have this model, and that's what it is, right? You like it or you don't, right? And for the instance that we're in now, we're saying to ourselves because of bad planning, and we we said this on Sunday's show, I think it was because of bad planning, they they've left themselves now where without a shadow of a doubt, they need to sign three midfielders for this squad, right? Preference preferably one in this January window, which is usually tough to get players in, right? We've said that for years, right? But you won now, and t- and it has to happen. Because if you even if you write off this season, you're still going to have to spend that money somewhere. And this is why you can make the... Ar- ar- not even the argument, because people think you're arguing with them, but this is why you can see that they're not doing this now. 
but have they got something down the line plan? But then you're saying to yourself, well, hold on, have they got something down the line plan? Because when the summer comes, we're, we could be sitting on eight windows without a fucking, uh, with one midfielder signing the last eight windows on a permanent deal. And that's where the frustration comes from. It's very, very clear when it comes to FSG. There's no need to argue over it. They need to spend more money, right? And part of it is because the model, and part of it is because what's going on elsewhere. But they have to spend the money. So when it comes to the, this January, for footballing reasons, they need to get somebody in. And the only thing holding them back from doing that is the fact that they planned it badly and they've two midfielders definitely sitting there. They shouldn't be at the club. They shouldn't be at the club and sitting with six months left and holding them to ransom. But is that right? where the club needs a director of football or a sporting director to be in there that's going to hang, that's going to look after that, that's going to take them decisions out of Jurgen Klopp's hands and is going to say, look, we... We have to sell these lads going into that last year because Klopp will rather keep them than sell them. And if we operate a sell-to-boy model, you can't let assets... Look, Keita, look, but if Keita Klopp wants to keep them, he should be... If Klopp wants to keep them, the club should offer them a deal. But, but they're not offering deals. Why, why would you offer these lads and now, and we're 11 the days into, and the We're 11 days into a transfer window where Naby Keita, right, can leave and Oxley chamber can sign pre-contract agreements for anyone outside of, of England. And nobody has come near them. So what, the club isn't going to surely the club isn't going to turn and go. Nobody's going near them for free. Let's just give them another load of money. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they still have to spend that money in the summer. Now whether they decide to go outside the model and do it, right, and say to ourselves, we need to pump five hundred million in here over the next five years on top of whatever we earn, unless they're willing to do that, they need to step aside and go or get their investment in of five hundred million for. 15% of the club or whatever it adds up to, right? 20% of the club, it's probably less than that. And then they take their investment in and someone comes in with the eye of taking over the club in the long term, right? But this is what I'm saying. It's all smoke and mirrors. Like I can sit here and if I wanted to, absolutely demand that they get a midfielder. There's no excuses. And Davo could turn around and go, but Gav, that's not what they do. And it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. We do, and it all comes back to not knowing what's going on. The club are always quiet, no matter what. They're always quiet. And I, personally, in my opinion, I'm starting to lean towards the fact that the club will be sold. And you won't see that happen in January. And when January ends, you'll probably see an announcement then that something will happen with regards to the ownership of the club. And then, of course, everything will start with war chests for the summer. But it still leaves Jurgen Klopp with, for me... Personally, uh, midfield in particular, that won't get you success this season. They just don't have it in them. Nothing against them, but they haven't got it in them anymore, Keith. That's, that's my no, opinion. That's Keith's, mad, Keith's mad to talk about Manu Cone. No, no. Do you know, it's funny you put it in there, Davo. I was just about to say, right, enough from you too. Davo, we're going to talk about a player, but I wasn't going to talk about Manu Cone. I was going to give you a Kefren to Ram. See these links with um, Kefren Tilram coming in. And Manu Kone, you've thrown that in there as well. Right? So these are two players that I think we should be looking at. Not whether Liverpool are, they're probably not. But this is the type of player I think that Shawnee was saying we get back to getting these rough diamonds before they they smash through the potential barrier. So too many was one last season that they were looking at and they were mm. trying to get before he blew up and he done it a bit late. What do you know about Kefren Tilram and would he be someone that would interest you? 
We're now absolutely fucking nothing about him, Keith. But I do agree. <laughs> I do agree with I do agree with Charlie about the rough diamonds type team. But the problem I think is I could be wrong, but I think the days of Liverpool being the fucking smartest uh, lads in the realm when it comes to transfers might be over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, listen, I could be wrong. You've had uh get Edwards gone, more has gone. There seems to be a bit of upheaval there, but behind the scenes with a couple of more lads. Uh, jumping ship and whatnot. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case, but I'd be worried that that is the case that maybe we're not going to be the smartest people in the realm doing the deals because it, it, it does seem to be the ones where you, like our best stuff's been doing, getting the likes of Genie in and Robbo in and other stuff like that. Like just deals that you don't really see fucking coming. Um, and if these people are jumping ship, like it's, I don't know, listen, it, I don't know if it's over mid or whatever like that, but Klopp wanted fucking. Um, Watch your man off Dortmund and Michael Edwards talked him into Salah. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? We could have been... Julian uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Julian Branch, yeah. So, like, we don't know. We'd, we've said it a million times. We all know. We need, like, for, for me to get top four this year, we need to get a midfield player in in January. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to gamble. Um, Louis Shani alluded to the gamble before Klopp gets him out of jail. I think this might be the year that it comes home uh, to roost. But yeah, my uh, he scored tonight. Tour I'm scored tonight. Uh, I think he got yeah. an assist as well. He did. Um, he's tall, isn't he? He's tall, range. Yeah, he get around the pitch. I think he's, on, I think he's um, six four, Gab, is he? Uh, Kefran Toram is um, six foot four, twenty one years yeah. of age, French. Yeah, there you go. Um, started out with Monaco. He? He's with Nice. Gav's like played Michael Buffer there, reading the title. And in the red corner. Uh, 94 <laughs> games, six goals. Um, oh, we have it all here. Yeah. Free, he, he went on a free. He's played 10 games for the French under-21s. He's got one goal there. Market value currently 25 million euros. 20 million yeah. pounds. People have asked Bill Cute, as I watched a bit of him the other night. He scored a fucking screamer. Well, you can have him in a minute. Don't worry, you can have him in a minute. <laughs> but, right, Kefren Turam. Um, Shawnee, do you want to throw in your piece on this fella? Never no. seen him play. Do you relate? Lillian's young fella. He's Lillian's young fella, yeah. Lillian's is he really? Fella. He is, yeah. He's Marcus Lillian's <coughs> brother, yeah. Ah, he's a Nepo baby then. I don't want Dan to do him. <laughs> he's, the um... now. These people all, what was it, Jamie Lee Cordes and all them saying that they are only famous because that uh, the appearance are famous. Well, he's, I don't know. But look, from what I know, uh, the lads who love Microsoft Excel are telling me this fella's the perfect player. So, um, yeah, why not? The new Naby Kate. Honestly, but, if you told me Lillian Taram was going to come out and put his boots on, I'd play him in midfield now for us. That's how fucking hard up we are. Yeah. He'd be more mobile than the three that are in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, Do you know what? I, I feel I actually feel sorry for Fabinho. Do you know that? Because he's coming into a bit of form and then he just come back into a midfield where he has to play in his own again. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Tough. Do you see Taram? Like, there's a couple of names, Taram Kone and stuff like that. But, like, say say you take, look at Taram, right? Market value about £20 million, right? If you need three midfielders, that's probably the that's probably where you want to win with one of them, right? If you're putting a load of money on Bellingham, we don't know if they are, right? But if you're going to spend a load of money and you have to get three in, and one of them's going to be colossal, and one of them's probably going to be in the 40, 50 range, right? It's going to be colossal money to sort this midfield out, whether, whether you like it or not, right? But this fella, you know, and the others are on the list as well. And I know there's not there's not much, nothing really concrete on these links. But when you look at them players, at a market value of 20 million, 21 years of age, six foot four, athletic, you know, combative as some of, combative as some of the said in, in the chat. You know, that's probably where you go, you know what, we'll sign too big. 
in market terms, and this one fits. Do you know what I mean? That is your rough diamond, or that is your one where you go. He's going in there. He's he's ninety four games at twenty one years of age. He's, he's a midfielder. He's playing the t- he's playing in a top league in in well you know the top league in in yeah. France. Um, but it, that's probably the, that sort of fits for what you might do because you're not going to go out and do Bellingham ends or Fernandez and and Soisado. You're just not going yeah. to. But if you were to, if you were to say to me you could get Soisado at sixty million quid. And Bellingham, I always say Bellingham should be a side issue out of the way of any transfer we're doing. But if you were to say to me, so I say though, forget Bellingham for a minute, and Toram, you go, yeah, that's that makes sense. Because one of them is that end of the market where you're looking to progress him, his value will go up, but you don't you don't know whether you want to sell him in four or five years or whatever. But he he, he does kind of fit in in what Liverpool usually do. Well, I, doing it is another thing. I'd say add one of these lads to like ultra pessimistic or optimistic add one of these lads to Bellingham and Nunes because I have a feel I'd say I'm on Nunes as good as done to be honest with you yeah worried about with that one aren't you <laughs> I'm not that it's not that I'm worried about it Keith it's just it just seems to be like just one of them that it's fucking literally a timing issue yeah that, that's but if what you, it looks like if you make. look at it but if you look at it Shani, right if you're doing if you're doing Toram and I'm not saying we are but if you're doing Toram at 20 million pounds right and you're doing um Nunes from Wolves at forty four million pounds is that is that about forty four million pounds. Yeah. So you might spend the money on Toram at twenty, and then you say right we'll we'll give Wolves X amount up front. The amount of money you're actually committing in the summer is not huge on two midfielders. It would be huge on Bellingham. They want a huge chunk of that up front. That's how Dortmund. You can get Lily and Toram for fucking twenty million. <laughs> twenty million pounds is market value, Shawnee. Ah, yeah, but don't mind that. Don't mind that. You ask, me look, you ask me to look up the stats. His market yeah, value was 20. He'll sign a contract. He'll sign a contract in February or March, and he'll blow up, and it'll be worth 50, 60 million, and he'll go and sit on the bench for PSG next year. Could do, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying the output. The output is probably on those two players is probably. 15 million, 20 million this summer up front, and then you do your up cross the course of the contract sort of stuff. So it's not like you're. I'd say you're looking at 30 to 35 million for, for all the for these two boys that we're going to talk about. I'd say, now. yeah, man, Kone has to happen in the next three weeks, or we've missed the boat. Yeah. Well, see, that's what we'll move on to him now. So why do you say um, that? Because I just, I honestly, uh, the, he's one of these players who looks like he's ready to explode, and you either get him now or you get we get priced out of him. Yeah. And the Do way you know I, what I, is, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how much Liverpool have to spend next year. Two hundred fifty million, Johnny. Yeah, do you not right, read? So, right, for, right, say, say, it, say it is <laughs> two hundred fifty million, guys. Say it is two hundred fifty million, right? That's probably not. Lord knows how much Bellingham might cost. Nune, I'm, I'd, I'd nearly say that's as good as done. And that's not offhand. It's just, when you look at that, it just has all the hallmarks of a Liverpool signing where they're just going to do that. They're going to do that. It's a, it's a matter of timing. What will happen is there'll be players moving all over Europe and that Toram lad will just replace one of them for big money. And we won't be in that. We won't be in for it. Because we either get him now or you miss out. Similar to Kuiseido. It's just one of them things. You either get you get him before he's gone. We done it with Gakpo because we jumped on the Gakpo train early. They went early on him. 
we nearly lost out on Nunes because Benfica were trying to play us off different clubs. That's why we had to pay big money for him. We we don't really do that, guy. We don't pinch players like that. So I I think something like your man and what's the other fella, Kone of Leipzig as well. These oh, are two players that you're gonna need to do in, in the in the in the instancy. Otherwise, you're not gonna get them because we'd be just priced out of mills. Like well, it, it, it's happened loads. Kudio Kone has been linked with Newcastle, with Bayern Munich, with Man United, with fucking PSG, with Leipzig, with all these teams. And to me, and this might be a bit of a blade and start to sweat pumping out, you think he's very navigated at Leipzig for me in that he was becoming that sort of midfield player that everyone was looking for. And Liverpool went in and done a deal to get him when, the, you know, whenever we could get him, they were that happy. I think Kone could be one of them if you can tie him down now at Gladbach and get him in the summer, it could be done. But I don't think you can sleep on these lads. And the infuriating thing here is that he came, he only went there last year, I think, from Toulouse. And the man that owns Toulouse fucking... He went in the, yeah, he went in January 21 to, to Toulouse. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot you had all this. Well, he, he signed in January 2021, but he stayed on loan till the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's red board. Is that your man, Karna, Karna, what's his name, fucking... Carnival or Carn, whatever his name is, that he owns to lose. You know, we don't have any link up with these, you know, and that's a player. Obviously, hindsight's a wonderful thing, you know what I mean? If we bought a youngster from Toulouse, everyone would be losing their shit over it. But, you know, it goes to show that sometimes you just have to make the take the pull on that. But he's another player that I'd say you'd be looking at. I don't, what's his market value, Gav? Um, Kudio Kone, uh, 25 million euros. Yeah, you see, I'd put him in the 30 to 35 million range as well. He's 21, because, six foot one. Yeah, I was about to ask, six foot one. Um, but 59 there you go. games between Munch and Gladbach and Toulouse, six goals. But he's a good player. But he's more he's more of an attacking player, and that's why I sort of linked him more to Naby Keita as well in his style. Kefren Toran plays in a forward at Nice, but he can play on the left-hand side of the forward, which is mad. He's not even left-footed. But he plays centre as well. He's six foot four. He can play defensive midfield. Palina came out with nowhere. Six foot three can play defensive midfield. We're going to talk about Coop Miners in a second. Six foot three, I think, plays defensive midfield. Kone is a little bit different in that he's he's more like um, attacking than defensively strong. He's good all round. He's maybe more on the lines of um, Caicedo or. I've seen him compared to Ibe Basuma as well. Like that type of player, he's not a defensive midfielder, but he's an all-rounder. And that might be what Liverpool need. He's got a lot of energy and things like that. But it's another tall player that they've been linked with. But we're going to move on to the, the next one, which is... For um, FSG's new basketball team. Well, that's it, yeah. Can he slam? Can he dunk a basketball? That's what we want to see. They're going to Vegas, are they? Well, yeah. that's the talk, yeah. It's a yeah. model. Them and LeBron, yeah. They'll, they'll get that Vegas franchise and... That'll be the uh, the end game for them. But you just hope it doesn't they don't keep Liverpool then as a little soy thing building up. The Las you know Vegas I mean? gamblers. Yeah, that's it. Believe drive people mad. But Gav, Team Coop Miners, give mm. us a height and a bit of info on him. Will you please? Twenty four year old Dutchman, six foot on the nose. Six foot on the Is nose. That <laughs> I thought he was taller. Six Scratch foot him on off the nose. Uh, Hundred and eight, hundred and sixteen games for AZ with uh, oh, I, I, I think he, 25 I think he is goals 
Atalanta, 47 games, nine goals over the last... Fighting out of Utrecht, Amsterdam. <laughs> 14 million euros he was signed for. His market value is 30 million euros. Um, go check him out in oil three. Yeah, Davo, have a little chat there. I think he's taller as well, but Gav has gone with 6'4". He looks taller. He looks yeah, rangier, doesn't he? I thought I read earlier you 6'3 or 6'4". He is 1.85 metres, which is 6'4". Yeah, he is 6'4". Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I watched a bit of him the other night. I actually just came across the game because that uh, Scottish Jumpel was playing. I'd be a big fan of that Open Goal podcast and they get Derek Ferguson on the Jumpel is yeah. over in uh, Bologna. So he was playing, so I put it on, and uh, they were actually getting beat one 0 Atalanta, and then I think about forty minutes in the second half, they were two one up. Kilbourne scored a fucking scream, a cracker, about twenty five yards into the top corner. Um, so I was just kind of loosely watching it then. But is your name I've heard a good bit of before? I think you can get a bill, can't he? Box to box, he's, he's linked with him before when he was yeah. at AZ before he went to Atalanta, Liverpool, well linked with him. You can kind of do a bit of everything, like, but yeah, look, like, we're fucking, I suppose we're, we're repeating ourselves a little bit, aren't we? Like, the, we probably don't think there's anyone coming in, but yeah, look, from, look, I, I don't know. I, I think he, I, I didn't watch, I, I, uh, I didn't watch a lot of Holland in the World Cup, but he was playing, he, he played, didn't he? He played a good bit. He made uh, it. Right. Yeah, you think he yeah. started in the field. Um, but yeah, look, it's fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen. I don't. I don't think he'd be coming in anyway. But yeah, um, certainly, certainly has a hammer of a left peg on him anyway. Yeah. Well, that's it. He is left footed. He's 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 a uh, John. I was a commentator. Someone's say, someone saying or slow. Slow So yeah, he is. He's not a quick player. So if you look know, at Toram, you look at Kone, they're athletic players that can go up and down, <laughs> move around the pitch. Amrabat as well as uh, loose link. He's another one that can scut around the place. I prefer, is, to be is, honest with you, Keith, I prefer, even for a whole midfielder, I love fellas who have pace you can get across. I love, I love yeah. Mascherano. I love the way he could oh, move around the pitch, favorite, yeah. getting across. Um, I thought your man was very, very good, even though he ended up winning the game. Um, I don't remember him in the home, in the home game and Napoli hammered us because I was on my holidays getting gargled as every goal went in and they were smashing us. But I thought your man Lebocca was brilliant at Anfield. Um, in front of the back four for them, I know we end up beating them uh, 2 0, kind of handy enough, but sure, it was a dead rubber. I thought he was very good, very pacey, moves across yeah. the ground very easy. That's all that's for me, that's something I look, I like to see in a, in, a, in a midfield player rather than just a kind of rangy fella. That kind of rather than Fabinho, I, I like ones that not slagging Fabinho or anything like that. I love him, yeah. brilliant, but more the Mascherano style I prefer no and that's fair enough because I agree yeah like Coop Miners is he does get around with but he's not quick he's not Mascherano scamper and he'd catch up on things and I'd agree that's the type of player that I'd I'd love there as well but he is more of a ball player you know what I mean he's got a good strike he's got a I think I read that he played a lot of centre back as well I think he slots in a centre back as well in defence oh James don't say that because if you yeah. saw him, if you saw him, he'd be like, fucking, yeah. oh, he's our fifth choice. And then people get injured and they'd be like, what? Oh, like, I can't yeah. be dealing with that. I'll go and hold it with Davo and we just get Free kick and penalty happens. expert. This That's what I was saying earlier. It looks like um, Atletico are pressing the reset button completely on everything. Yeah. Got gone, isn't he? Yeah. And feet, like, they're all gone. It looks like it's going to be a fire sale there. So. One they might actually want to keep on to is I think Marcus Lorente would be fucking exactly what Liverpool need, and I'd I'd pay 
I'll pay any money for him because they paid big bucks for him, didn't they? Forty something, I think. But yeah, he got for much less than yeah. The most Chelsea, the most Chelsea move ever is going to be fucking yeah. Simeone yeah, in the door, isn't yeah. it? And yeah. he can play right back as well, so he's he's versatile. Mm. Um, he's a brilliant footballer. He fucking, but he won the game for them in Anfield that day. He was yeah. fucking brilliant. Um, and he is six foot, and he's absolutely gorgeous as well. Is he over six foot as well? Ah, well then he's yeah, he's, he's on the list. You can put him in. He's a big unit. Yeah, but well, you um, don't know his market value, so stop. They're on the yeah, gonna be, he's gonna be. He's gonna cost a lot of money. Oh, and he's not that young either, but is he? No, nah, he's only about 25, I think. Is he? Why have um, the Marcus Laurent is a bit older than Apple? No, I'm thinking of um, the fella that played for Spurs, eh? That's about 37. The big centre for the fucking lad. Who was going to get that job, Shani? I don't know. The, I, to be honest with you, yeah. there's no. T- yeah, probably Roberto Martinez might get it, get it on him. <laughs> he job share it, yeah, for the fucking. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the Portugal, Portugal manager now. Yeah, Portugal. Like, yeah. genuinely, what is going on? I, I wouldn't be surprised, Pochettino. Yeah, that's a good show. Because I, I think. It's um, a big job, it's a huge job. Yeah, they've a lot of money as well. Yeah. So, Pochettino. Cholo's the highest paid manager in the world by a fucking mile. Yeah, I think they're just. They're hitting the reset button there. Marcus um, Laurenti's so, 27. 27. 27, 30. Oh. But look, there's loads in him. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Kevin Ball mentions Rodrigo De Paul as well. I wouldn't go near him. Wouldn't go near no. him. Being absolutely dreadful for the Atletico. Put in a good shift for Argentina like the Argies do when they all get together. But the only thing yeah. about De Paul that I do like is Luis that Enrique he is one of them Atletico. scamperers. Yeah. Yeah, Enrique's a good show, yeah. I like him that he's a bit of a nasty fucker as well. You know, Tuchel what I mean? that, mentioned yeah. as well here in the chat. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I have a fucking funny feeling he's going to be the next Liverpool manager. Who? Who, Tuchel? Yeah. Or I'll fucking I'll, I'll lose my mind. If I, don't don't because, I don't know because... I don't know because he got, he's always sacked. Did you see Simon Jordan said the other day on TalkSport that um, Todd Bowley told him why he sacked him? And if... He would have sacked him quicker. He wouldn't even have given him as much time. Didn't say what it was, but he said he heard from the horse's mouth why he was sacked, and he would have done it quicker over whatever happened with two. With two oh, yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, but come on, like that's fucking slow hanging fruit, isn't it? I know why yeah. he was sacked, but I can't really say it. And but you know, oh, fuck that. Like, but like, you wouldn't expect him to be backing up in America. Yeah, he needs to come out and say it. Boy, you know Simon mean? Jordan, just come out and tell us. Bit, a bit of low hanging fruit there from fucking. Yeah. Uh, There's Simon a name Jordan. getting thrown around for my job as well, Marcelo Gallardo as well. That. He left River Play. He he'll end oh, up. Oh, you'd Spain love that, it. wouldn't you? It's <laughs> only matter of time. Key to be outside the fucking the, the, the Letty Stadium every week looking yeah. for a ticket. Oh. Telling yeah. them, telling them he used to go to the Calderon yeah. every week. <laughs> Amaron, the the spot Lisbon manager is really Ruben really high. Yeah. He, he he could be the show yeah. for Atletico. To be honest, I think. If they're going for a reset and, and all that, and they want to go kind of progressive a little bit from the shite they've been playing for fucking 10 years or whatever, could be yeah, Now, on the type hard, of club that let go on anyway, I'd say the manager's already in the door. Um, nobody kind of does succession planning like them. So I think they yeah. just kind of, I think they come to the end of that header on that. Simeone. I hope. I hope. It, I actually hope it's Letty. Them for ten years. For well, I hope. I hope if it's Letty, go have a new manager. I hope it's Thomas Tuchel because Shawnee has put the win right up me now <laughs> with that comment. Like it's bang out of order, Shawnee. <laughs> right for a fucking for a Tuesday night or whatever a Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because I fucking despise him. Um, 
nearly as much as I despise Brandon Rogers, but I just cannot fucking stand the sight of Thomas Tuchel. Um, he's out by six foot, Gav. I don't give a yeah. fuck what he is. We do right? like he's about four stone wet through. He's not. No, I'm not having him. Not, not enough. No, not for not enough heft to bear no. him. No, well that that's fair enough. But it will be interesting to see what does happen in those jobs. But that when they think about it, there's a lot of big managers that are going to be out there, and there's not going to be an awful lot of big jobs. So it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> Tomo says, or Jono says, get Tuchel to come in. Be Klopp's number two. Let him write a book about why Bowley pinned them after six <laughs> games. Don't knock it. He empowers the staff. That's what you want to say. That's why we love him. They're all writing books. Um, but look, the the links are there. They're going to keep coming, taking fast. Is there anything in it? I don't know. But I'm going to press each year and I'm going to say, Liverpool next season, who would you want to see coming in? Focus on midfield. If you could pick, let's say there is a two fifty million war chest, one, two, three. What are you doing, Davo? I'll start with you. What What are you looking at for midfield? Give me the names of the players that you would personally like to see going in there. Well, look, I think we need three. Georgian boy, how how it's uh, we've kind of let it slide and let it drift. Um, we would be on the more pessimistic end of Liverpool fans as you boys now, but I actually am quite I'm actually quite optimistic we'll get Bellingham to be honest with you. I think um kind of maybe the Lord of being <laughs> the next Gerard or I want not walking with Klopp for a few years. Uh might get him in the door. So I think but I think we might get Bellingham. After that, listen like I said to you, I'm I'm a fan of kind of a scamper and Master of style. So I'd love someone in like that, whether it's fucking um Cone, did you say is like that Keith Mara Mara yeah. or um well, he's more of an attacker. He's yeah, but he's yeah. more not the defensive style. Well, well I, I just listen. I, I I just be I'd be happy enough with mobile players to be honest with you. That's just yeah. the truth of it. I just I don't I think just George and Boy. What we're what we're witnessing at the minute, I don't think the boys have thrown the towel in or anything like that. I just don't think their legs can do what their what their bodies. Yeah, uh, their legs can do That's what they want them to. I feel like I said, yeah. 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 listen, I tell you at the start of the season. Clap was kind of going, now listen, I'm happy with the, what do I have in my face. I thought you were yeah. going to say that. And I think at the start of the season, me and you thought we could do this, but we <laughs> yeah, can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say Klopp was probably happy enough and he was he was going to back the lads to be able to do it, but it's, it's, yeah, in, star con- it's in star contrast now where they, uh, they can't look, they just can't get around. And uh, look at, I don't know anything about your man Arda Mello. I don't know if he's like Arda Fowler no or fucking Arda Guinness. Right? I, don't, yeah. I don't know. But that's after going against us as well because I'd imagine there's probably a little bit of football in him. I don't know. Is he a slightly more mobile, less technical Thiago version? I don't know. I, I, I don't know much about him at all. But again, it's just another one that's gone wrong uh, for us in midfield this year. So, yeah, look, I think, I think we'll get Bellingham and then we will bring in a couple of others because we've no fucking choice. Like the, yeah. they, like the three boys will, will move on, Milner, Keita and Ox and Henderson will become the Milner, I would imagine, um, in the squad. And then the two boys, will, we'll have to get a couple, we'll have to get three in. And then look at there's always, like I think Andy Young always says, there's always enough games when you're at Liverpool, particularly where we are at the minute for, for fellas to play. So yeah, Bellingham and a couple of yard dogs. Nice, nice. Shawnee, what's your thinking? How many and give me some names? It depends who owns it, because if it's FSG, they're gonna leave us one short anyway. Oh 250 oh. war chest. 250 war chest. Big war chest, Shawnee. It'll be Bellingham, Nunes, 
and one other. And one other I I got a left field. I seen you in his town in there. I really like the look of Jacob Ramsey off Philly. I think yeah, he's, he's fucking I think he's class. And he'd be a he'd be a little bit I think we need a six. I think we need somebody who can cover um who can cover Fab. So I don't know. Yeah. Like years and years ago, Keith, I could tell you I could rattle off all of these lads who are coming through who could play those positions, but now Bellingham Nunes and Coisado would be the best. I actually think Coisado is a better signing for Liverpool than any player we can buy. Well, yeah, I, I think I think he's exactly what we need. Um, who knows? They might only do two. Uh, yeah. But I reckon Bellingham and Nunes. I, I reckon Nunes is nailed. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm He's I'm completely fried your brain. He yeah. has. <laughs> yeah. No. It, no. It's not even that. I just the noise. That is like when I told you earlier. It was like the noise you heard about. It's when we went going for defenders that year. It was Kanate. And yeah. we we're not going for midfielders now, and it's Nunes, and it's all the same. Going, well, they can do it. They're gonna fucking do it. Let's be honest. And I don't so, know why they did. The my only grievance with it is why we didn't do it in August. Yeah. So you're happy then with a Bellingham, Nunes, and maybe a Casado, but if not, Jacob Ramsey has a bit of a left fielder. Yeah, I'd be happy with fucking. Well, did you see we're offering the dash scouting job and we're offering to sign Job as well to get you over the line? So that's nice, like, you know what I mean? Look, listen, if it, if it all goes tits up and you can't get Bellingham, the, once they have a fucking plan in place, yeah. I'd, I'd be looking to get the young El Barca or something. Uh, that's what I'd be doing. That's the type of. So I think Frankie De Jong is a fucking. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's a ridiculous footballer. Oh, I yeah. think it's it's completely glossed over. If you can't get Bellingham, he's the one I'd literally be fucking pulling down trees to get. But I, look, we just don't know. We yeah. we could, could be three players that we haven't played. Mentioned. James Ward prowls in two weeks <laughs> yeah. because he's out of contract in the summer. Honestly, you mm. wouldn't know. And he's going down as well with Southampton. Yeah, um, Gav. What's your thing? Uh, well, Jamrock had a super chat earlier, which I did have up on the screen, and then I forgot to read it. And that was that's what Kev WhatsApp me about, just for people in the chat. He said, Gav, the super chat, you never read it out. Um, he was asking, was the money for Gapco there in the summer? Because we could have gotten Basuma, Grabenbach, etc. We need, um, we seem to have money to buy forwards for some reason. Well, Basuma thing it was all a bit up in the air with Basuma for a while, wasn't it? He hasn't, and, he hasn't been good for sports. No, but I haven't no. seen much of him with sports. And Grabenbach, um, Grabenbach was, was yeah, boring. Yeah. You know, Bayern seem to have the inside track on that. But you're right. You know, they've spent money on another forward. But um, like I said, you, you go around in circles all day around this midfield. But one thing you do know is that they need to they need to get something in with regards to the summer. Um, Bellingham should be done. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. If he's on the market and Liverpool need midfielders, you go and do him. I think so. Say that was a no brainer because Bellingham for me is the fella that plays on the right side of a tree. And so you say those the fella that could play beside him or go and play in Fabinho's position. You need yeah. someone that can do both when you're making when you're making this transition in midfield. And remember, <clears throat> Fabinho's not getting any younger either. So if you're gonna be this hesitant over changing the midfield, as we've seen, you probably want to future proof it as much as you fucking can when you're changing it now. And I think Saicedo and Bellingham is definitely that. The other one then, um you know, Shawnee has kind of 
yeah, he's kind of got me on this Nunez one where he thinks it's absolutely nailed and he, he moves very well with the ball. Um, but I, I kind of want Liverpool to go back to a bit of a function in midfield. Although, listen, Saicedo and, and Bellingham and stuff can do brilliant things. I want us going back to functioning where we really fucking hope people Yard dogs, press. Yard dogs. No, not, just, yeah. just hurting them with a press. Um, you know, having that walk right there where you can free up the likes of all them lads up front to do whatever they want. So, Bellingham definitely, if it was me, it's definitely Bellingham. It's definitely Saicedo. And although Nunes may look like it's done, I'd probably go for one of them lads on the list like it's Horan because I think it's he's a midfielder. He's a bit younger. But then, lads, you have to Kenneth remember... Kenneth Taylor as well. Kenneth Taylor from Ajax is one here. But you have to, remember the, home gr- but you have to remember the homegrown stuff. Because if you lose Ox and you lose Milner out of the squad, yeah. the two homegrown, so you have to get them in somewhere. Now, people have talked about, you know... Uh, Adrian could go and, and stuff like that. Now, yeah. if Kate leaves, you can replace Steve him with Grizovich in and the well, would Bellingham Bellingham will be homegrown, so he'd be fine. But if you if Kate goes out and you bring in Saicedo, you're fine. It's what it's Milner leaving it. They're actually really on the fucking edge when it comes to the, the homegrown stuff. So you might see a shift somewhere else in the squad where we bring in a homegrown player, remove a longgrown homegrown player, and then you can do it in midfield. So. But for me, um, like uh, Ugart, um from Spartan is being mentioned. Um, yeah. We should Ugarte. go and have a quick look at him. But definitely Bellingham, definitely Saicedo. And I wouldn't be against Nunes, but I think you might see someone a bit less expensive and a bit younger. Yeah, the way I'd look at it, it's it's Bellingham. Caicedo, I agree, is the, the best fit for those. Caicedo is like... Genie Wijnaldum in the sense that he'll do all that running fire, but he can be moulded into a six. He can be moulded into an eight. I think he's the perfect signing for Liverpool. It's expensive. I do Bellingham, I do Quisado, and then I do Toram as well. And in theory, then Bellingham Toram be can go with actually. Well, he'd be. They're all young as well, so the the. I'd, He'd get into the squad okay. It's just the amount of homegrown players you have to have. He wouldn't count for the four season people. Are they'll sign Blade Ben Foster or something. Yeah. We can give that him Cody Grand He's retired. Exactly. Well, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, get it easy to get out. He's not attached to anyone. Great. We'll get your man back over. We'll get Lonergan back from Everton. Yeah, Lonergan. Yeah, that's Pickford on a free when they go down. Yeah. But it's, it is true because we spoke on Sunday night, myself and Sean, and Emma, and we were saying, you know, Kelleher looks like he's gone, right, in the summer. We all agreed that Joe Gomez could be time is up, and that's another homegrown player. Do you know what I mean? Curtis Jones is on the cusp of ATM moving him on, and that's another homegrown player. Like, there has to come a point where English players are brought into this squad. Like, there has to, there's no way. But that's where it. that's where Declan Rice probably comes into the conversation as well. Then, uh, he's gonna, nah, he, he's gonna cost more on Bellingham. But the problem, where's but, he going to go? And that's the thing. If Chelsea are so, if Chelsea are hung up, well, they'll dare spend the money. Look, it's I think Arsenal. I think Arsenal could buy. I think Arsenal would be the big splurge for for Royce Champions League. I Keep kind of see him, him staying. I I kind of see him um, staying in London as well. Well, he's always been linked with Chelsea, and but if they're going to go back, let's say for an Enzo Fernandez, you know, it actually, you know, it'll be stupid enough to fuck. You know, it'll pay a pay all but the odds for him. Yeah, he was the worst fucking player on the pitch when West Ham played Arsenal over the Christmas there. I watched it. He yeah, genuinely yeah. was the worst player on the pitch. Now listen, don't get me wrong; he's he's a very very good player. 
But it was it was like he got the absolute fucking run around. It'd be interesting to see what they do around that space with the homegrown players because people hate listening to it. And when we do these shows, people are like, oh, the homegrown. Blah, blah. Well, someone's saying there that um, Curtis Jones actually now qualifies at the end of this month as a homegrown player because he'd be over 21. Well, so there that, he's, that's he's adds into the squad. So there's loads of different permutations, isn't there, around yeah, this? I'm loads sure of they nuances. But anyway, listen, just tell them to fuck off. I and mean, we were getting Bellingham, so you say, though, and, and yeah. some other fella. Anybody I mean, else. And, and we just, we just registered a squad of 24. Instead yeah. of 25, it'd be grand. Anyone that can run will take them into yeah. that midfield. Before we finish up, Gav, have you got an update on the the, the charity out in um, uh, the... the yeah, it's it's only five days old or something. We're over. We've gone over a thousand already on it, well, um, which is really good. I Listen, I've had loads of people on to me saying, I'm going to donate... But it's January, and I have to wait till the twenty fifth yeah. till I get paid, which is absolutely fucking sound. Um, but look, I'm not going to go on and on and on about it. It's a it's a brilliant charity, um, breast cancer research. It's an amazing thing that eleven women are going to do. They were training tonight, right? And I swear to God, it was like a monsoon outside, and I was like, "There's no way they're training in that." And then my wife's friend text and went yeah we were out training look I don't know what we were thinking but we were out training for that marathon tonight in weather that's horrific um, but it's 11 of them training together from now right through to October so they all run that 26.2 miles um, they are do- they are doing their absolute best they're, out- they're literally started on Monday where they're just canvassing everywhere around the area everybody they know to get going on this so we're, we're expecting to see a big bump in it for when people get paid but listen if you can't donate Times are hard, so don't worry about it. If you can't donate, just please share it amongst your friends, your family, your workplace. If anybody wants a poster on it, A4 poster, you want me to email it to you, I can email it. You can print it out and work. Use all their ink, print it out and lash it around your workspace, your canteen, wherever it might be. And we want, we've set a target of 20 grand, which seems high, but I think we can get there. Um, I'm just started with the golf day, and I've had loads of lads coming back telling me they're going to play again and stuff like that so that'll bring a, a few quid in on that day and there's a huge day plan for that so but the link is in the description um you can click on the link you can support them by donating or just take that link and share it if you go if you can't find the link for whatever reason go on to google and type in g4mo ashbourne and it will come up for you um and like i said the poster that we can send out to you and you can print off has a little qr code where people can just hold their phone up to it it brings them straight to the site so we've made it as easy as we possibly can but it's gone it's gone over the 1000 already the target is 20 breast cancer research um we know how important it is i'm not going to go on about it so um yeah share it donate whatever you can do and um we won't stop until we get to it that's just the way we do things so that's where we are so yeah we'll leave it there then lads a uh, nice little chat about signings that won't happen but you know Liverpool is Liverpool <laughs> we are where we are um I look forward to the I look forward to war chess somewhere there that was great but, but you know what's wrong with you Red's here before <laughs> Davo goes to war peeler or a knife I could just see him pointing the skin off <laughs> <laughs> Davo potato peeler or knife when you're peeling potatoes uh, Peter. Peter. Yeah, no one. Kev O'Sullivan uses a knife, but he lives in the blade and sticks down the door, doesn't he? Like, he's, he goes out and catches the bidet. He goes out hunting bidet, is that fella? Kieran okay. Tom with a super chat for five pounds says, Lads, pick four shows throughout the month. However many likes they have, up to 600, I will donate one pound for each like on them shows. 
How does that work? Lads, pick four. I should do the one whoever. This oh, is I like know. a blade. Ivan has 10 apples. and Yeah, and then she goes down to the shop <laughs> and her brother takes two over. Um, yeah. No, what he's saying there is pick four shows throughout the month. And he will... So for them, say, this show has 153 likes. What he's saying is he will donate pound. £1 per like on four shows up to 600 likes across the four shows. That, yeah, we'll do that. That's, that's no problem. Well, in care on yeah, that's very serious, good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah very that's good. good. If, another, if another ten people or twenty people want to do the same for us, make this <laughs> save us a lot of hassle. Uh, <laughs> we'll move on. Care on you. Fucked. I'm going to be a fan. We making Gmail accounts. <laughs> Come here. Do you remember? Do you remember? Remember the time you didn't tell Shani, and every time he cursed someone, oh, uh, yeah, 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 that, and it was like fucking eighty quid or something. It was a pound. For <laughs> I was post. there recording yeah, every time when writing them down, and we had to tot them up at the end. Shani didn't have a clue what was going on. Um, but look, that's that's a brilliant gesture, I and mean, we will pick yeah, the well four done. shows. Kier, uh, did you go potato peeler or knife, Davo? Uh, peeler, peeler, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Dylan O'Rourke says, speaking of this, I saw this spray can. You could you put butter into it, it melts, so you spray the butter onto the bread. Well, <laughs> no, uh, actually, ah, that's it's horrible. A bit late, that's it's a bit late for that isn't guy, it? isn't it? You can't be spraying yeah. butter onto bread. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is like I'm not some fella on their bridge fucking screaming name and tagging a bridge world, somewhere with butter the world is fucked people are driving 400 miles in England to buy bottles of bleeding Lucasade sport <laughs> yeah it's mad isn't it yeah it's fucking oh, cans man. of it and all now that they're getting it's, it's unbelievable but um, listen that's a brilliant gesture from Kieran. yeah, and, uh, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely take that up and it just shows, you know, we've had, the, the, we've done these things in the past and people always surprise us with these sort of gestures and we don't put pressure on it. We don't, you know, be looking essentially for things like that. But when people do it, it just shows that the support in the, the chat and in the community we have on these shows does go a long way to get us reaching them targets. So, yeah, nice one, Kieran. That That's very good of you. Um, anything else before we go, Gav? No. Nothing. Shawnee? No, all good. Davo? No, all good. Excellent. We leave it there. So um, this has been the NTK No Transfer Knowledge Show on the LFC Day Trippers. We oh God, when are we back again? We we'll back tomorrow. Tomorrow, viewers' voice tomorrow. Viewers Premier League forecast on. Friday, full time Reds Saturday, fat back for Sunday. Be three o'clock Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be three o'clock Saturday. Yeah, none of us will be on yes. on Saturday. We're all out drinking. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That don't tell anyone where we are, Gav. We'll have yeah. a, a flood of people looking to join us. Oh, yeah. But anyway, still going, been... are you still going out for a gargle? Yeah. Well, you know. Why wouldn't I be? Take the admin off air. This Johnny Lawson trying a little Why wouldn't we be? Because yeah. we see you said you have been in it. When? <laughs> you said you have been in it when you turn around and we're playing Brighton. I think we'll fuck that off. No, I said I'm <laughs> fucking the game off, not the drink. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Gav was on to me. I'll travel in. I don't care if we miss the game. That's the spirit. That's what <laughs> yeah, we like. Yeah. I'll be on the bus. Don't worry. Sitting the in the bus. Big, big bucket of day is just peeling them. Just sitting there. Delighted. Yeah, we can have a competition. A stone of day is on a knife and just sit there peeling the day. I was going to see how many you can get through. Exactly. Two with a yeah. whole night. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> lads, it's been a pleasure. We'll be back again soon. And um, thanks for watching. Podcast Network.